0: Welcome back. You're listening to the Sis You're Doing Okay podcast. I'm your host, Desiree, and you're listening to episode 28. Hey, girl, how you doing? I hope you're fine. I hope you're doing fine. I hope you're looking fine. <laughs> uh, I want to say welcome if this is your first time listening and to all of my longtime listeners. Hello. I hope you guys are all doing really well. So It's February. That happened fast. And we do in Black History Month. Well, that's what most people are doing. And it's funny because that's what this episode is about. And it's kind of interesting because when I was thinking about it, I am not anti-Black History Month. I actually love it. I think it's great that we get a whole month where we get to acknowledge the accomplishments of people from the Black community. But in the same breath, I'm kind of not about it when you read the the, uh, title you probably were thinking what the heck ain't she a black girl how come she don't celebrate black history month um (laughs) stick around I promise I'm going to flesh that out for you and it's not because I'm lazy um I think it's super important that we celebrate blackness black accomplishment black excellence but if you want to hear why I don't celebrate black history month let's uh get into that conversation right now oh but wait one more thing before we get started if you haven't already heard this is you're doing okay podcast now has a website that addresses okay.com. there's a blog and a little insider newsflash there's going to be a shop soon so keep your eyes peeled for that it's coming up sometime at the end of the month also I'm doing a giveaway on Instagram. So if you're not following me yet, here's your chance. It's at Sis You're Doing Okay. And that is going to be in celebration of the one year anniversary of the podcast. So there's going to be some really neat stuff included in that giveaway. And I think you would probably want to be the winner of this giveaway so details are coming soon in order to get those details you do need to be following me on Instagram and one last thing if you have the chance to leave a review that would be great but if you don't want to do all that typing you can go ahead and rate the show if you're listening from Apple Podcasts, five stars would be helpful doing that helps the podcast gain exposure and traction and you basically are sharing the thing that you love with people that you don't even know. So go ahead and leave a rating. And now we'll start the conversation. Can I share something with you? It might sound alarming coming from me, but I don't celebrate Black History Month. There are a couple of things that are obvious about me. Number one, I'm a woman and number two, that I'm black. And in addition to these two things, I am my children's teacher because we are homeschooling family. So likely the next question you would probably have would be, well, why wouldn't you celebrate Black History Month then? There are several reasons. Don't get me wrong. I do see the value in spending a month acknowledging Black history, and I think it is much better than nothing. However, I still think that there should be more integration of Black history into regular curriculum and not just one month of optional, well, here in Canada, it's optional, of hyper focus on Black history and Black people, and then a radio silence for the rest of the year. While the intention may be to give acknowledgement to Black contributors in history, the fact that they seem to virtually disappear for the rest of the year is actually kind of hurtful because of 12 months in the year, we are only highlighted in one and the shortest month of the year at that. But I'm not griping, neither am I ranting, I'm just stating facts. I am super grateful for February, but I think it would be nice if even in small accurate amounts through and through that our children would be exposed to black history in their entire year of study in the same way that they're exposed to the Eurocentric history that is taught year after year. And even as a home educator in the beginning of my journey, I struggled. I struggled hard because I wanted my children to be exposed to a rich culture and a history that was beautiful. And I was hard-pressed to be able to find stories that I could share with my young children with characters that looked like them. This may not be something that you think about if the stories that you're reading have characters that look like you. So a while back, I was listening to another homeschool mom on a podcast who also uh, happens to practice the same philosophy of education that I do. And that philosophy is very literature based and it uses what are called living books. So basically stories and biographies of real life people and real life situations and using those books to formulate um, lessons and discussions Okay, so her family is also a black family. And her then six-year-old had an experience where she couldn't get a touchless dryer to work at like a campground or something like that. And after observing several white people being able to operate the same dryer with ease, the daughter turned to her mom and said, I couldn't get it to work because I'm not white. Of course, the mom is like taken aback by her daughter's commentary. So as any good mom would do, (laughs) she probed further to see why her daughter may have thought this. After a lengthy conversation, she came to discover that throughout all the literature that they had been reading, her daughter had noticed that all the successful and prominent figures had one thing in common. Can you guess it? That's right, they were all white. And in her six-year-old sensibilities, she had come to the conclusion that only good things and meaningful things were done by white people. Because she had not seen herself represented in the stories that her family was using and reading for their schooling, she started to devalue herself upon the observation that All the people she was learning about looked different from herself. So I share that story to highlight the importance of children being able to see themselves in most, if not all, of their areas of studies all the time. And to only spend one month can send a little bit of a mixed message that possibly our history is not that important to be focused on for an entire year of study. I mean, I'm sure that's not the intention, but if a six-year-old can pick up something so subtle, I think it's a possibility. So, I'm a part of this amazing WhatsApp group, and it's a group of black moms in my area, and we talk about all kinds of things, like how cute our babies are, what we're doing in the week, or whatever. And just last week, we came up on a topic That was um, a hot discussion. And I asked the ladies if it would be okay if I referenced the conversation. I got the okay. I'm going to keep everybody anonymous, but I'm going to share with you bits and pieces of the conversation. So one of the ladies in the group had a friend whose niece got a Black History project to do for Black History Month. And in this project, it is supposed to be looking at the movers and shakers of Black History on the list were people like Michael Jackson, Beyonce, and Kobe Bryant. So she then proceeded to ask us in the group if those three could be considered contributors to black history. Now I'm not gonna delve in or discuss my personal views on whether or not I consider those three black history contributors, but I think I'm just gonna keep that to myself. Just let's keep it on the surface here. The question and the conversations that followed that question gave me inspiration to create this episode. So here's what I'm going to do in this episode. I'm going to read some quotes from our group chat. Then I'm going to read a small portion of an article that I found from a staff member uh, from a website called The Educator's Room. And finally, I will share why I don't celebrate Black History Month at all with my kids. Okay, so here are some of the quotes. Anyone doing anything spectacular contributes to Black history. The typical Rosa Parks, MLK, and Harriet Tubman are used because not too many people are really committed to doing the work to source new contributors to Black history. Another one said, Black History Month should highlight those who have contributed to movements and initiatives that have been a part of societal change and empowerment. Someone else said, I struggle with the concept of black history. Also, I feel like black history month is just a compromise. It's better than nothing, but educators here should have more resources to teach proper black history. Um, Black history is supposed to be within black homes and it should be every day. Another says we should really widen the notion of Black history to include more than anti-slavery and civil rights movements. I mean, I'm not the only one thinking it, right? Uh, What do you think? If you are a Black person listening to this podcast, what are your thoughts? I would love to hear them. And so now I'm going to read the excerpt from uh, the staff member from the website that I mentioned. And it says, I used to look forward to Black History Month when I was younger because that was the only time I saw me in the school curriculum. Luckily for me, my parents and grandparents gave me lots of books about Black history, so I knew more than most of the other Black kids that I knew. I became a teacher because I had issues with the way Black history is ignored in schools. I wanted to teach my students all the things I never learned in school. When I began my teaching career, Black History Month was my thing because I know a lot. During the month of February, I went above and beyond. I helped to plan Black History Month programs, contributed questions for school-wide daily trivia, played Black History games in my class. I was all about Black History Month. That is no longer the case. I appreciate acknowledgement of the need to recognize the contributions of Black people to the history of America. It was great that Negro History Week expanded to Black History Month My problem is, almost 100 years later, the recognition has stopped right there. When W.E.B. Du Bois and Carter G. Woodson and others wrote about the need to acknowledge Black history, I am reasonably confident they didn't think it should only be acknowledged during the month of February. Schools, television shows, and movies put all the stops to recognize Black History Month during February and do nothing for the rest of the year. I refuse to drop everything just because it's February. I do my best to weave Black history throughout my curriculum in history while staying true to the curriculum that I have to cover. I don't want my kids to believe it takes a special occasion to discuss Black people in school. While I don't have a problem with those who celebrate Black history, I know enough Black history to not have to wait until February to share it with my students. Hopefully one day more teachers will be able to say the same. I mean, yeah, 100% agree with that. So here's why I don't celebrate Black history. And it's going to sound a lot like an echo of what I just read. I don't celebrate Black history month because... I celebrate black history every day. The black history that I celebrate is in the conversations that I have with my children about their culture, their ancestors, their family members, alive and those who have passed away. Their stories are a part of our black history. We talk about our blackness and how it affects how people may perceive us based merely on the color of our skin. We encourage our children to never use their skin color to excuse them out of going after what their hearts desire. We read books that have black characters that aren't the stereotypical black figures. I teach them about the richness of our history and that black history didn't start at American slave trade or at the civil rights movement. Every time I learn about noble contributions from our from members of our community, I share it with them. And we have conversations about that person and their accomplishments. And it's funny because while I was making my talking notes, my 13-year-old daughter was here with me and I turned to her and I asked her, hey, did you notice that we don't celebrate Black History Month? She's like, yeah, but we talk about that kind of stuff all the time. And I felt like it was like an affirmation to me that what I'm saying is actually true. My kids don't recognize that Black History Month is just an event that happens once a year because it has become so integrated into their studies and they don't even feel the need to make a big deal about it in February. You see, we don't need to celebrate the month because our history is a part of who we are because we are black. It is something that is a part of our daily lives and I would encourage all my listeners to do the same. Don't wait till February. Do like what the staff member from the Educators Room website does. Take every opportunity to share our history with your children. Let them know the beauty and the diversity that exists in our history. Take them outside of the horrors of of the American slave trade and tell them about inventors, innovators, activists, kings, queens, diplomats, voyagers, trailblazers. There are so many things that we could talk about. And to my non-black friends who are listening, I totally get it. I understand that this may not be in the forefront of your minds because being black is outside of your experience, obviously. But if you wanna help spread the education about black history and have it go beyond just one month, you can do little things like like sharing stories of black excellence when you encounter them and share that with your children, with your neighbors, with your friends. Bring attention to the good things that black people have done as a way to counteract the negative portrayal of them that we see so often in the media and in entertainment. Get to know a few respectable black people. Be willing to listen, be willing to learn, read some books maybe. And to my black friends who have their own children or who have influence in the lives of children, I want to encourage you to cast a vision for them that they too can be great in a world that would love to paint harmful stereotypes, give them new narratives and things to aspire to. I want to say thank you so much for Black History Month. It is not lost on me that this is a time to celebrate our history, but just like one of my mom friends said, I know it's necessary now but I hope it won't be in the future. My hope is that it will be taught as a part of history, Canadian, American, European, all history, and not isolated to just one month. And to be honest, I couldn't agree more. the end of this episode. I'm so glad that you're still here if you're hearing this message. Obviously, you've stuck around to the end. I just wonder, I'd love to hear what you're thinking. Did you th- agree or disagree with the way that I presented the idea of Black history? Um, I'm not being ungrateful for the fact that we get a whole month. I know there are other people groups that that only get a day or two or a week throughout the entire year. Um, I hope that it doesn't sound like I'm being ungrateful. The driving message here is that I would love to see not just our history, but all kinds of history, not just Eurocentric history, all history discussed as a part of the regular curriculum in our schools. All right. Well, um, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please feel free to do that. If you're listening from Apple, please leave a five star rating and a review. If you're so moved, you can visit my website, www.sissyouredoingokay.com. Also, um, when you're listening to this episode or any episode, really, you can go ahead and screenshot that and in your stories, Feel free to tag me or you can use the hashtag S-Y-D-O fam podcast and I will definitely give you a shout out in my stories. I love to see who's listening and I love to hear what you guys are thinking. If you're still here, you're alive. You've got a gift and a purpose to share with the world. Life gets hard. Emotional junk piles up. But we are all learning to be confident. We are all learning to be better. So even though it's tough, don't give up. Sis, you're doing okay. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.